Hello, everybody. Welcome to On the Home Front. I'm John Murphy. Happy to share some time with you. You might be catching us live on the radio now at AM 1400, uh, WILI or 95.3 on the FM. Or we're on YouTube, where all of our programs in the afternoon are part of a channel with playlists. You can catch us anytime. And the whole idea is you can catch us now and enjoy the show. If you miss it, our guests will get a link so you can get their information anytime on your phone or on your laptop to help us get connected in all the ways that we can. So we have another busy show today. We have a music event coming up at the Willimantic Records uh, this weekend on the 24th, I should say. Uh, it's called Sound Bath Saturday. We're going to talk about that live music event uh, later in the show today. Then we're going to have Dionisi back talking about the newly formed Latino Chamber of Commerce here in the area. That community is really getting its act together economically, and they're coordinating their assets and trying to grow at a really good time. So that'll be our second segment. And for the first part, I'm happy to go back to Putnam with the Putnam Arts Council. I've got David Sullivan back here with us, as well as uh, Laura Moorhead. They're the co-chairs of their board. And David, it's good to have you back again for an update. Yeah, thanks, John. I'm wonderful to, to be here and to be back with you. All righty. So there's a couple events coming out that we want to plan for, and then we're going to talk about the council in general and arts in the Northeast. But coming up soon in March... On uh, March 9th, is going to be a really fun art heist. So take it away, Officer Sullivan. <laughs> sure. Um, so the art heist is a new event that we're doing for the first time this year. Um, like you mentioned, it's going to be on March 9th. Um, starts at 5 p.m. in Putnam. Um, and the idea of the event is that we have a bunch of uh, donated pieces of art from local regional artists. Mm -hmm. And um, they're all valued at, at least $50 up to 500 or more. Okay. And um, sure. the idea is that we'll have all this work displayed throughout the Montgomery Ward building in downtown Putnam. What you can do ahead of time is buy a ticket. Those tickets are $50. So with your ticket, you'll get to come in and randomly you'll be called and you'll get to steal a piece of artwork right off the wall and take it home with you. Fantastic. Yeah, we're really excited about it. That's it. 112 Main Street, write that one down. 112 Main Street in Putnam. Um, do you have any idea of the kinds of things or the kinds of media that people have shared? Yeah, we we have pottery, we have paintings, we have encaustic paintings. Uh, this morning uh, at a meeting I was at, there's a new business starting in town that does floral, exotic floral arrangements and uh, work with those. And she's donated an oval uh, wall plaque that's got peacock feathers and butterflies in it. It's just beautiful. So it's it runs a gamut of art things that... Uh, that have been donated, and, and like David said, the ticket is only $50. All right. You can bring a guest, and we'll have a little munchies thing to eat, and all the names go in a hat. They get drawn out one by one, and the luckiest one gets their first pick and on uh, down. down so, yeah. What an incredible idea. Uh, and so let's say I'm number, you know, whatever the number I how long do you have so you have to keep people moving, right? It's like some of those quiz shows that give you 60 seconds to be insane, right? <laughs> right? I've seen that. It's, it's incredible. Supermarket sweeps and button. No. <laughs> oh, it's fun TV, you know? Yeah. Uh, but if I go there, what's my situation like? Um, so um, yeah. the what we're going to do is it's going to be limited. So it will be less than five minutes. We haven't nailed down exactly mm -hmm. how long everyone will have. But... Um, what we're going to do is we're really going to limit once your name gets called how long you can see the artwork. Sure. But 
if you want a little sneak peek right now, you can go to our website, PutnamCTArtsCouncil.com, and you can see all of the artwork that's been donated already. So we have oh, all awesome. the images up there now. These artworkers are also on display throughout Putnam in um, some of the various businesses around town. So if you just happen to be walking around Putnam um, in the next few weeks, you'll see uh, our these donated art pieces with posters for the um, art heist uh, there as well. So you can start to make your list of, of your order of work that you might want to take off that wall. Um, it's, you know, it's great to see them plan ahead, have a plan B ready. Exactly, yeah, yeah to help move it along. Plus we have an MC who's going to be telling oh, a few art jokes and encouraging people to yeah, sure. steal the best. <laughs> and you know, things like the Silver Cycle, uh, the Silver Circle Silver Gallery Snow. there. There's, mm -hmm. You know, we were just talking before in the last few years how much Putnam has really grown through the arts, its own economy. And it's more than just going to food. It's it's really going there for entertainment throughout the year, different special celebrations. And there are many artists in Putnam that are part of the council. You know, we cover groups all over the area in Coventry. There's one up in Stafford. There's Ashford. Uh, so each group is working hard, and this is covering the Northeast in a really nice way. Uh, something coming up in June that you can plan for now is they're planning a fine art gallery uh, show, and they want you to plan ahead by the end of March. So maybe we could kind of preview that in your hopes for the year. It's your second time, right? Yes, yes. Right. So again, um, in June, June um, what is it? 22nd and 23rd. 23rd right. I always wanted to say 23rd, the, 24th, the 22nd, weekend, 23rd. Weekend after Father's Day. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we'll be having our second annual uh, Putnam, Connecticut Fine Arts and Crafts Festival. Um, last year we had 50 artists come. Uh, it was a two-day show from 10 to 4 both days. Um, and we had some really amazing artists. Uh, we last year uh, dealt through a monsoon on Saturday, so we're hoping for a little better weather this year. Um, but what we really are trying to do right now is get the call out to artists. Right. Um, and so... Right now, our call is up on Cafe, um, and so if you have a Cafe account, you can up find it and apply there. Or you can just, again, go to our website, PutnamCTArtsCouncil.com, and we have a link to our application there. The application fee is only $10. Uh, Very nice, bargain. because... You know, there's a certain level of quality. It's a fine art event, so you're looking a little higher level. Yeah, yeah, and we had many, uh, I, I don't remember having any vendors that were upset about our turnout last year. We had over 2,000 people come, um, and they were there to, to look for and purchase fine art. Um, uh, I was there as just the, the chair of the council to, right. to you know, make sure everything was going there, but Laura was there selling her her paintings and pottery. Um, I don't know if you want to talk more, Laura, about your experience there at the festival. Yeah, sure. I mean, we, we did have some nasty rain on Saturday, but I actually did better that day because people were so interested mm -hmm. in what it was that, that we had there for the first time in Putnam. So I'm sure this year we already have artists that were asking like in December and January, when is the call going on? Oh, I want to be part sign. of it this yeah. year. So. Yeah. Yeah, it was. You get you meet all sorts of people. Uh, you exchange with other artists. Uh, it's just it was a fun, fun event. Now Laura's been with the uh, council now seven years, and and David a little about four. Have you noticed any changes in the either public response? I know there's a lot of businesses trying to make a go of it, but the level of success or acceptance. 
Um, I, I think, you know, Putnam, I think, grows every year with their focus on the arts. It's I just love living in that town and being part of the Arts Council because uh, it's a way to make people aware of how important art is in, in our community, to make sure that artists are appreciated and not taken advantage of for their work, um, and to... Show the variety of art that's out there. People don't realize oh. what's all in all these little corners of Putnam in the area yep. of people doing incredible work uh, that is going to be showcased, hopefully, at our festival. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes Artist Open Studios gives you a chance. You yes. get that big map, and you figure everywhere, uh, closer than you think, there's all these different kinds of forms. Uh, do you have a sense that uh, people are younger, older, any sense of different kinds of people getting into it. You know, like COVID affected everybody, so we're all in, kind of in recovery for that. But in terms of the kind of curiosity or the kind of art that's coming out, do you see any changes in the media or types of artists? I don't know if I see any changes necessarily in the types of media or artists, but I have certainly noticed that more and more people are really wanting to get into the arts. That's, you know, as a instructor, you know, I manage sawmill pottery in Putnam. Right. I also teach at Quinbog Valley Community College, oh. their, at their ceramics program there. Mm -hmm. And what I'm finding is more and more people are really interested in trying their hand, not just in the like art that, you know, the main art that we would think of, like drawing and painting, but trying their hand at many different things and many different specific techniques and all this. And I've been really overwhelmed with the number of both students, young and older that really are just really wanting to try it and you know I think that it's showing in the businesses that are popping up around in both Putnam and outside of it that some of our um, most consistent and long-standing businesses in Putnam are arts businesses and yeah. you know mm -hmm. like um, Laura was just saying uh, there's a new business coming in two gold moons um, by um, Danielle and Greg and they're um, uh, they do this entomology and botanic uh, art, as well as um, some woodworking kind of things, right. and they're they're opening up at the beginning of March as well. So we're having new arts businesses pop up all the time. And you've got a great music venue there, the Stomping Ground. It's been yes. there forever. We've had Terry Packhead <laughs> on the program many times. They're working really hard with a wide range of music, too. Yeah, very unique. A lot yes. of variety up there. And some very decent food, I must say. And they're not paying me to say that, either. <laughs> uh, and we've got some other great, yeah. like our performing arts centers in Putnam, the Bradley mm -hmm. and the Complex, yep. um, that are doing wonderful shows all the time. Yeah. Um, I know the Bradley just did a comedy show that uh, was super successful, was and people are great. just still talking about it. Um, so it, it is a really exciting place to be. Yeah. Yeah. The next one coming up is Little Women, so check it mm. out. There yes. you go. Very timely when you yes. think about it, yep. if you know the story. Uh, you know, the other thing that I like about councils is people out in our part of the state are very spread out. Some people can really feel isolated. And I know from talking to other guilds or councils that when you connect to a council, it's a lifeline for information and other people you may not even know in your town or nearby. And I wondered if you could talk about that. I know you've been on it for a while, but you have new members coming and going. Mm -hmm. What is it for somebody to, to kind of say, it's time for me to connect and I just can't keep going on solo? Even though that's fun, you can do a lot more in a group. Yeah, for me, when I take art courses, the, the part I get the most out of 
is during the critique when we're sharing ideas, sharing uh, thoughts. Maybe you should try this. Maybe you should try that. And you can be at home alone coming up with some great art. But when you're part of a community and sharing ideas, exchanging thoughts, that to me is when the real creativity begins. It's like a songwriter's workshop or a poet's workshop. Mm. And you put your stuff out there. The feedback helps you fine-tune. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, I want to thank these folks for joining us today. We've been speaking uh, with Laura Moorhead and David Sullivan, uh, who are members of the board of the Putnam Arts Council. I want you to jot down the website, though. They're busy all year. You can find out about everything. Again, the art heist is March 9th. And if you want to get involved in the second art show, that's going to be applying by March 31st. Just go to their website, PutnamCTArtsCouncil.com, and you'll get all the information. I wish you a very successful year ahead, and we'll have you you. back again in the spring. Sounds good. Thank you so much. All right. Take care of yourselves. Thank you, too. We'll take a short break. Stay with us. We'll come back with the Latino Chamber of Commerce in Wyndham. Don't go away. All right. All right. Pretty painless, huh? Yeah, yes. not so bad. I like More it. More fun than a, you know, a tooth <laughs> extraction. That's for sure. Well, I hope so. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, well, thanks for driving down. Yeah, of course. Thank okay. you for having us. Yes, thank and, you. And uh, that our heist sounds really cool. Yeah. Uh, folks have to sign up ahead of time. Right? Yes, yeah. Yeah, because... So, like, if two people go, they can decide which one together. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, we'll but see about we, that. We're only selling as many tickets as the pieces that get donated. Oh, yeah. So there's yeah. 38 pieces, only yeah. going to be 38 yeah. tickets. Yeah, so I know. Over half gone already. Oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Act Thank now, you. don't delay. Yeah, that's right. All today. Okay, we're going to be cheek to cheek, me amigo. Do we? Uh, how much time do we have for the break? I forgot to ask. Have another one, two, three. Three? Okay, we're good. Uh, should I bring Wayno's over? I guess I should do the voodoo. Sorry. And then we have that phone call, right? Yes, I got you a pair of headphones. Oh, oh excellent. You're all over there. Try my oh. best. Okay. <laughs> You're doing your Ask if I have the remote went and I didn't get to hear it. To it got audio for it. I wasn't able to roll on it. It was too chaotic. It was. Yeah, but we, we got it. I think to it has audio. Okay, yeah. Okay, come on in here. We got one more. You can line up here with the microphones. Yes, that's it. She's a florist oh. as well. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Here, I don't want this in my face. Wow. All right. Oh, this is beautiful. Hola, Kiwi. Soy aquí con el esquinita mirando para allá que no te tape la cara tampoco. Yo quiero que tú te veas así, no pulo para allá. Ángel, vente aquí con él. Luis, can I get your name again just to be clear? Luis? Yes, Luis Morales. Morales. Hello, I am Hi. John. Mucho gusto. Mucho gusto. Me llamo Juan, John Murphy. Nice to meet you. Hi, nice to meet you. Nice to have you Claudia. here. To, nice to have your story today. So let me see. Uh, could I have your name? Maria. Maria. Okay. Garcia. Garcia. Angeles Mexican food. So this is our business. Angeles Mexican food. And. Uh, how many years have you been living in our community now? How many years? Uh, how many years? 
¿Cuántos años en el negocio, Ángeles? Um, tengo que decir que años. Eh, no, 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 completo. So she's been in business for 18 years, but yes. but officially at Click for about eight years. Okay. She's Okay, Matt, you know, we're going to do in between segments for the call. Yes, we're going to do track number 11. Okay. CD5. 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 Track 11, your mind is on vacation. Okay. So you went through Click. So she went to the Click program? Yes, she yes she did. She right. she was the, the first first Latino business to she start. Was? Yes, she is the first Latino business to start a Click wow. when there was not even a building. Congratulations, the first one, damn. All right, mm -hmm. well we're gonna talk about this. Uh, and is uh, by the way, Luis, yeah. what we're talking later. Is there a website? I forgot your website to know what to say. Is there uh, a Click is, website? No, uh, well I mean the website for the Latino. So the Latino oh. Chamber of Wyndham. Dot com. Dot com. Este? Este es yeah. Wyndham. Uh, this one. This one for her. Correct. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to start it, and then I, I think what I'll do, Dionisi, is uh -huh. I'm going to have you introduce Maria, explain her business, and then we'll go. Excellent. All right. Do you want me to go bilingual, like or do you want here. to have it in English? Okay. We got three, yeah. two, one. Okay, we're back live. As you can see, we're very busy now for our second segment. At the end of the show, we're going to talk about a special event. It's a music event called Sound Bath Saturday at uh, Willow Manning Records. That's coming up on Saturday, February 24th. That's a very nice local live music event. But right now, we're going to talk about the Latino Chamber of Commerce. I'm very happy to have Dionisi Torres and Luis Morales back in the house. They were here a few weeks ago, shortly after they formed the, uh, you know, their group. So congratulations again on starting the group and for your good work. And they have a story to share already today. Thank you so much, John, for the space again and for your time. You. We really sure. appreciate that we, you have this, uh, you know, we have this opportunity to present our community, our Latino community who's making the difference, who's marking a story. So this is Angeles Garcia, and she is the owner of Angeles Mexican Food LLC. So she is based at Click Willimantic. She's mm -hmm. at 41 Club Road, North, uh, it's considered Wyndham. But you can also Google Wyndham or Willimantic. Right. So, and uh, she is one of our pioneers. So she's the, the one of the first Latino businesses to be officially at Click. So I want to, you know, emphasize uh, yeah. that. Yeah, this is a moment because I remember shows many years ago with uh, Tina and Phoebe when this was on paper, and they were planning what can we do, right? And now, many years later, we have the Latino community fully participating. Yes. This is an ongoing program we've talked about. It's really a business incubator. And that's what Dionisi and you know, Luis are doing all the time. Uh, yeah. That's right. And the thing is that, you know, we 
at Click, we put so much effort into help and uh, give that visibility to our Latino businesses in town. So it, I think it, it is the first and only program that really, did, you know, take you from the beginning to the end you know, and continuing helping you to get all of your licenses, education, professional right. development. Right. They also get grants in order to help the Latino businesses. You know, recently we, we were able to open nine, I think nine or 12, yeah, nine. nine Latino businesses, small businesses, thanks to a grant that we were offering a thousand dollars for every Latino business who wanted to start their business from zero. So, and then we did all of the education, professional development to get them certified in all of the aspects, everything. So every click Latino business is certified with all of the permits and all of the licenses that are needed yeah. for their businesses. You know, the whole thing about click that makes it so powerful is it provides the legal safe kitchen, That's legally right. required to make food for sale. It's and not just making it at home. Food safety, John. Food, food safety, safety, safety. it's That's all right. about it. Tell yeah. us a little bit about what we do for food safety at Click, Luiso. We uh, provide with uh, the Star Saves for everybody in the community that wants to take the test. Dionysi is the proctor and instructor of the Star Saves here in Romantic. And um, I'm really happy to be part of Click now. Um, I feel like I'm bringing a lot of my knowledge as far as like marketing and stuff. And I feel like it's a strategy that they weren't um, using when I got there. Yes. Um, they get to have a lot of visibility. And now that we are um, bringing them on board to your interviews, I feel like this is a spotlight that they needed. Yes, this is such a needed space for our Latino community, for the, you know, for everybody in town mm -hmm. to know what's going on. Where can I get those tacos? Where can I get those quesadillas? Where can I get a cater like Angeles Mexican food? And also, <laughs> I want to take the opportunity to to let uh, Luiso introduce what he's doing at Click. What do you? What is your your your? Yeah, I'm the marketing position. coordinator there now, so I'm doing all all their website. I'm running their social media, and I am also working with programs like the food networks that they work with and the members. So, so let's talk about your story, Maria. Congratulations on, on your work. Uh, could you talk about what it was like before you came to Click? You were trying for 18 years. You've been in the business. So what were your early days like, and how did you finally get through Click? So, dinos, Ángeles, ¿cómo fueron tus comienzos en, en, en la industria de, de la comida, de lo que es el negocio de la comida, especialmente antes de estar en Click? Bueno, antes de, de estar en Click, um, era siempre estar con miedo, siempre estar con el temor de que eh, puede llegar al Departamento de Salud. De, bueno, sabía que estaba, lo estaba haciendo ilegalmente, pero no había otra opción. So, uh, basically, Angeles is explaining that, you know, that when you have a business on the ground, it's a fear. You live in constant fear. You're afraid of the health department and everything that it, that it entitles, you know, to be running a, 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 a illegal on the ground business, food business in town. Trataba de hacer lo mejor posible y siempre manteniendo los estándares de limpieza, de, de cocinar. Pero... Always trying to make the best, you know, keeping all of the standards high and also trying to follow all of the food safety, you know, guidance and rule because she, she, she did the serve safe, like, I think 15 years you've been certified. 
15 años que has estado certificada mm -hmm. con SurfSafe. SurfSafe, yes. It's a special training, yeah. It is a special training, yeah. and I am one of the proctor instructors for 14 years. So, and, uh, and it's, a, it's, a, it's a mandatory license. And Angela is always carrying that license. That's actually how we met. You remember, Angela? Sí, y llegaba a cocinar hasta para 500 personas en mi casa. ¿Cómo so, lo hacía? No from lo home, she used to cook for 500 people. And that's, you know, the, and, uh, how she did it. She doesn't even know how. But, you know, that's how she started her business, you know, noticing the, the, the need of, you know, a Latino caterer. Las empresas me ayudaban mucho, ellos sabían que yo no tenía una licencia, pero eh, ellos me ayudaban para que yo entrara hasta la compañía adentro y nadie me, o sea, Departamento de Salud no me pusiera okay. problemas. Ok, so you, you know, she, she's very uh, thankful and grateful of many agencies. Some of the agencies that they, they gave her the opportunity to start selling lunch for their staff or for, you know, surrounding even knowing that they, she, she didn't have the license, that she, she was going for the license, but not right. having it yet. So because they, they, it's a high demand, John. It's a, it's a very high demand still. She was feeding 500 people. So yeah. when she got her <clears throat> licensing, it doubled. Well, you know, that just means it's good food because people like it. That's the ultimate test. I can say with pride, because now I say with pride, thanks to that, many people so thank, thanks, thanks to, you know, having a click as a, you know, a, a, a main operation kitchen. So it, it not only helped her to get all of their licensing, also it provides a visibility in a different level. For example, our founder, Phoebe Godfrey, you know, she's a sociologist from Yukon. She wrote a whole chapter from a very important book nationally that it's telling the story about Angeles, you know, starting from, you know, as an immigrant oh. in Willimantic, a story of three other Latinos in town that it really, really captured the, the, what it's, the, you know, accomplishing the American dream. And it's not easy, ¿verdad, Angel? No ha sido fácil completar ese sueño americano porque ha sido bien difícil. Ha sido muy difícil, sobre todo muchas de las cosas y lo más importante es cuando no tenemos los documentos, que no son, no tenemos un estatus legal en este país. Has been a struggle basically posen... mostly because of the documentation, you know, the legal status of citizenship. Yeah. That's what makes the big difference. Yeah. Well, that's everything, right? People sometimes that is such an obstacle to do it the right way and it then is. then you've opened the door. So, you know, uh, yes, totally. Ah, that smile, see? Yes, yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, se me abrieron muchísimas puertas, sobre todo las universidades, las yes. escuelas. So, uh, you know, having mí. all of these licenses and permits on place, being officially a restaurant from town, a cater from Click, it really opens new doors for her. Doors that she never imagined that she was there, but not at the magnitude that she's, you know, she's accomplishing right mm -hmm. now. For example, she's the cater, the main cater at events and meetings at UConn, Eastern, EastCon, uh, um, uh, QVCC. QVCC. And, you know, she's, uh, yeah. you know, she's, she's been called for from many the Soroptimist, you know so many wow. so many yes, the school the Witna public schools so you know i want you to know that angeles mexican food mm -hmm. is our you know most famous more you know demanded you know cater in town and that's not true i, I mean that's not a lie that's a truth so yeah. angeles mexican food llc you can find her at click and also donde pueden encontrarte Ángeles si te quieren comprar si te quieren ordenar donde te pueden encontrar bueno uh, mi número de teléfono es el 860-823-9128 so her phone number if you want to order eh, tú haces 
caterers, ¿verdad? Que tú te lo pueden recoger o tú haces delivery o no. Hago delivery, um, hago servicios de taquizas. Este. So she's, she basically, she does deliveries. She also, you know, uh, you can order uh, catering for your events. Right. And also you can stop at click and get a plate as well. So you don't have to buy a whole tray. And also, if you um if you have any event, any meeting, any you know any important event for for companies and corporations, she also does that. The the theme is Mexican food. So imagine how her display looks like. Yeah. It's all Mexican flags, all of the ponchos, all of the hats. It's beautiful. Yeah. And the jarras that she uses is come from Mexico. I know <laughs> you want to say that. ¿Verdad, Ángeles? Que todas las jarras, todo lo que es el display, lo trae yeah. directamente de México. ¿De yeah. dónde exactamente de México? Uh, de diferentes partes del país. Different regions from Mexico. She brings all of her china, okay? <laughs> y también, este, ahora estoy introduciendo mucho en los uh, eventos el servicio de finger food. Finger food. Finger food. Yeah, so finger she's introducing now that you know the services of finger food, like a little sure. bit more like a Pero brunch. Pero no, or, no yeah. son quesitos, no son nada There's de eso. There's no, nothing sweet or pastries. It's basically yeah. you know. Como food. por ejemplo los tacos pequeñitos. Like mini tacos, mini mini quesadillas, eh, eh, mini. Eh, Mini tamales, you have to see that like a like a bite size you know, tamal. That's we're on amazing. the radio at 5:30. I'm dying. Here. <laughs> right. It's dinner time. Man. Yes. But you have to yeah. see those cute tamales because they're not they're not only cute, they're so delicious. Yeah. So and this is you know all Angeles made from scratch. De donde sacan los productos? Muchos vienen de México y muchos son locales. So Angeles uses most of her ingredients are straight from you know she she uh, order uh, some products from Mexico because there's some items that it must be you know made by those products but mostly local products as well so we are connected to the farms as well yep. at click mm -hmm. kind of like farm to table variations because right. yes. I know other people just said they go to New Haven New Jersey yes uh, it's a real struggle to get the traditional food for your recipes oh, yes yeah, totally in these areas you have thing. to be the closest is Hartford ¿verdad? lo más cerca de Hartford para conseguir mayormente yeah. lo de México no New Jersey oh New Jersey is the closest that you yeah. can wow. you know get the, the straight Wow. Muy bien, Ángeles, ¿qué más quieres decirles? Oh, los arreglos. Eh, eh, cuando no hago servicio de comida, siempre estoy trabajando y hago otro tipo de... Perfecto. Ángeles, de... would like to also introduce, you know, you know to show you the, 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 uh, the floral arrangements that she does. She, in her country, in Mexico, she used to be a florist. She used uh -huh. to have a business, right? You used to run a business la, de flores. La flor no viene de México, ella viene de Ecuador. So <laughs> this, this flower is not from Mexico, but it's from Ecuador. Okay. So let me put it here in my life. A lot. Yeah, hold it closer to the microphone. There you go. Yeah. Because I have life. No, it's beautiful though. Yeah, See, yeah. That's, that's beautiful. It is beautiful. So this is something also you can get from Angeles. You can order. And uh, let me tell you a little bit more, Angeles. I will see the iglesia, todos los arreglos. So Angeles make arrangements for the, the church as well as a donation. Yeah. So uh, the website for Click is clickwillimanic.org. And you can connect to Luis that way. He helps them to connect to you with marketing for all these new businesses. And this is also how you how you can connect to Maria. Click is at 41 Club Road, just a few miles away from us, right in Willimantic. So it's an easy way to go. Check out all the food. And of course, Dionis is there all the time, keeping things rolling. Thank you both for all the good work you're doing. We had uh, Luis Morales and uh, Dionis Torres. And also today we had Maria Garcia. And I Thank wish you, you great success again. We'll look forward to seeing you again. And then we'll have you back later in March and we'll continue with more stories. I will be here and I'm okay, going to bring more too. of Latino community. Okay. All right, we're going to have a couple of messages, a short song from Mose Allison, and I'm going to send out to, to the United States Congress, and then we'll come back and talk about a Saturday soundscape. 
uh, Sound Bath Saturday or Willie Manning Records. A song from Mose Allison, Your Mind is on Vacation. We'll be right back. Okay, music from Mose Allison. I'm always happy to share Mose Allison on the program. This is on the home front here on WILI. We're live on Wednesdays, 5 o'clock, AM 1400 and 95.3 on the good old FM. We're also on YouTube for those of you that are catching us on your phones or at home on the computer. It's a way to connect to you with our guests. And every once in a while, I use the telephone to get people who can't be with us in the studio. And I also am very happy to have Ali with us today. Her name is Ali Madison Quinlog. She's a musician and an artist, and she's going to be part of a program right here in town at Joe Malinowski's wonderful store, Willimanic Records. That's coming up on Saturday, February 24th. It's an all-day event, kind of, starting at 2 o'clock. So, Ali, first of all, thank you for joining us today and for all the good work you're doing with the arts throughout the year. Oh, thanks for having me. And just a quick correction, okay. I use they-them pronouns. So, um, yeah, I'm not she, I'm, I'm they. Thank you very much. Um, so, yeah. So, but thank you so much for having me, and I'm really excited to talk to you. Well, let's talk about your work, because you're a very interesting mixture of publication, working in different media, and now you're getting more into some live music and performance, integrating many things. And maybe before we get into the, the, the program for Sound Bath Saturday, let's talk about the work you're doing with education, your training at RISD, and how you're helping other people find their way through the arts. Sure. So, um, yeah, I um, got my master's at RISD in 2016 after taking a 12-year break from um, an undergraduate degree in photography. Okay. Um, and uh, so I studied teaching and learning in art and design. And after a graduation, I started working with community groups and doing youth programming in New London um, and Providence and New Haven. And then in 2019, I opened up Magic Press Studios in downtown New London uh, in the Harris Place Atrium Building, which is a beautiful historic building downtown. And um, I have been publishing zines from there and small press books and pamphlets. And I work a lot with local artists and poets and writers, um, and that's kind of what led me to music, is that um, a mu local musician in New London, uh, Michael Swine, reached out to me mm -hmm. in 2021 and wanted to make a zine, and so we made a zine together, and then after that, I was like, I was, it was kind of like, oh, let's make a tape, because I felt like tapes were really like the the zines of music and so we did that and I had so much fun and he I was like I want to make more music and he said well you should get a loop and that's kind of what led me here to sound sound bath Saturdays um, and I do a lot of things in between so whatever you're interested in please ask Right. Oh, well, first of all, we have time now. Let's talk about the program, because there are a few different bands going to be there. And I want to mention, too, Joe Malinowski owns the store. He's been here for so many years. He told me the other day that he's done 700 shows. 700, Amazing. Yeah, 700 times he's opened the doors for people in our local area to walk in and check out a whole range of music from traditional to experimental to all kinds. And a really, it's a real act of love, way beyond the business model. So I know you know Joe as well. He's not here today because he's busy with his work, but he's supported so many people, and I know that you know many who have also been here in town. 
Oh, yeah, and I've been to some of those shows, and I enjoy his record shop so much, and it's just really greatly curated, and I met Joe through zines because he carries some of Magic Press's zines. And so um, I really, like, he's one of these people that are part of the kind of independent DIY arts community that, like, really keep us going because, like, it's so hard to find really supportive spaces that like don't want to like leech off you when you're an artist um and that aren't corrupt in some way and so joe being such a generous guy um uh and so jordan um one of the members of my band um angel can i can i say the name of my band yes maybe one time yeah i know we walked away it's okay it's angel um angel piss um, and I'll just say Angel P from now on. There you go. Um, and uh, so they reached out to Joe because they have um, a studio in Willimantic, and that's how we um, set up this show, and I'm really excited about it. So there's Burning Books, which is um, a guy named Glendon who plays the stand. It's like electric classical bass. And it's really beautiful, ambient tones. Um, and then it's Mara and the Dead Batteries. Or, um, excuse me, it's Mara and the Dead Dragons, which is a, a, like a mashup of Mara and the Dead Batteries and Death Dragons. <laughs> um, and I really don't know what they're going to be doing because Mara plays the electric cello and wow. Death does a lot of like found sound like kind of weird noise stuff. Yeah. You know, I have to say the thing that I enjoy that Joe does is he surprises you and you'll go there and each band may have what, 30, 45 minutes probably. So you get a lot of variety if you stick around and you hear things that you're not going to hear even on the radio these days. Radio, I'm sure you know, is pretty limited the way it used to be. Oh yeah. Um, There's a, there's some shows like yours, I think, and, and there's a lot of independent radio out there um, that plays, you know, kind of the stuff that I'm interested in, uh-huh. um, you know, uh, and That's and the stuff. Know. So my band, Angel P, is a like what we call it Sound Bath Saturdays because uh-huh. what all of us as musicians have in common is we make music that kind of is very drone oriented and ambient and it has like a feeling in your body mm-hmm. or we, we get that kind of feedback from the audience. I know and you so, do, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so like Angel P is my band <clears throat> cause, um, and it's got Liska Lorne on Black Steel Jordan Saucier on synth and voice. I play loop and guitar and voice and bells. And I have a saxophone player coming this time and a cello player, um, Martin and Peter. Um, so Peter is the saxophone player, Peter Gollin, mm-hmm. and Martin Kuz is our cello player. And we just kind of, we don't practice a lot. We just play together. And I'm a poet, so I often mix my poetry in or I have pre-recorded loops that I've recorded. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really, we wanted to have an afternoon show that people could come in and just, like, feel better <laughs> with well, music you know, and, and learn and, like, experience something a little different and new. It is. And the ambient thing is really, it kind of gives you an opportunity to kind of 
tune into yourself and kind of mm. go into a space and not be as distracted as you might normally be and just see what's there and see where they take you. And it's a kind of a travel. It's fascinating sounds. And depending on the instrument, I know he had a guy there once doing theremin. It was incredible. Mm, that's uh, so cool. Yeah, theremins are awesome things. Now, okay, so I just want to mention, in case you're joining us today, we're talking about live music here in Willimantic on Saturday, February 24th. Uh, it's Willimantic Records is on North Street at the Bliss Marketplace, just a couple of blocks away from where we are. It starts at 2 o'clock, and we're speaking with Allie Madison Quinlog. Uh, you're a publisher, and I want you to mention briefly how you're working with people that are using the Internet for new kinds of publications. Magic Press, M-A-J, I'm sorry, M-A-G-I-K, Magic Press. Uh, how are you working with artists to use the web and printing in a new way? Um, so I really, I started out as an analog zine maker way back in, like, the mid-'90s. Um, and But I teach zines now to young people, and through teaching them to young people who are very internet savvy and like been making their own blogs since they were like in their early teens, I often compare zines to the internet. And so when I'm publishing zines, I'm publishing also with a digital content. Um, I use a lot of Instagram and social media to do calls for, um, um, actually currently I'm doing a call for an annual um, erotic zine that I do. Um, that is also like all my group zines are fundraisers, and so this fundraiser is going to go to Care for Gaza, which is a mutual aid and food support relief for okay. um, people in Gaza. And so we're like the zines kind of are really community based and community like activating, but then also like you know, an artist or a poet, like I have my friend Josh Brown, who is the poet laureate in New London. And what he has made with me is a series of mini zines where each small little mini zine has a single poem. And then when he has a show, he hands those out like as his card and he has like his contacts on it and stuff like that. And so what we're doing is we're using like it's 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 not an either or it's a both and and that we make these analog things because people really do like to have things they can hold sure and open and explore and interact with but also we are so connected on social media and on the internet and so i like to give like layers you know of engagement like that's part of my art too is is social practice where i'm engaging with the community and i'm saying hey, like, come into my studio and make art with me. Right. It's more participatory. And Absolutely. You know, and, you know, one of the things I like when I talk to artists these days is that because of technology, if they develop certain skill sets, they have more ways to express themselves than ever before. And even, of course, you have a website that includes trying to sell some of your work as well as an economic support. So having those basic skills serves you very well, but many other people are trying to do the same thing. Yeah, and um, I'm also part of a group called the Annex, and I just want to shout out, they yeah. are right now, if you go to the Annex in New London, um, they have, they're on Instagram, and right. I believe they have a website too. They're doing a call-out for artists, and this is m- more for, like, younger um, emerging artists. They're, they're offering, um, like, training and stuff and how to, like, create merchandise and support yourself as an independent artist. And so 
what artists are doing is like we're creating these collectives because it's very hard to work, you know, as a single person. Like we need, it's like artists for artists. Yeah, it's really hard to go alone these days. And if you Mm -hmm. have limited resources, you leverage what you have with others and all of a sudden you get a heavier lift. I love how that works too, you know? It's like one of us can't do it, but like I can't do it, but we can do it, you know, together. Um, And that's really kind of like the basis of Magic Press. Um, I say that art connects the brain and heart, but also like art connects us to other people. And even just making art together and... And coming to a show, you know, and talking to the artist. And, and it's like this, I like to play shows that really it's like I'm not on stage. Like I'm right there with the audience. Mm-hmm. And then like an audience member can come talk to me afterwards. And, you know, we can really like enjoy like the performance together. And it's not like a hierarchy. It's just like we're all here together um, doing this thing. So, Ali, we have one, we about a minute, about a minute to go, but I want to ask one more thing. Uh, you shared mm-hmm. some information. Some of the music is on uh, Bandcamp. Mm-hmm. And, and can you talk about how people can access the music and some of your, because I heard the song you posted, and it was a very interesting ambient collage of voice and sounds, and, and there were loops. It was just what you were saying. So uh, how can people find you on Bandcamp before we go? Sure. My Bandcamp is Baron. Von Elsa, B-A-R-O-N-V-O-N-E-L-S-A. Um, so you can find me um, on Bandcamp as Baron Von Elsa, and that's my solo work. And so I do have some solo tapes there of some stuff I did a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And then I have some of the Angel P, um, and that's what you're talking about. And I love that you use the word collage. Uh, because I, as a visual artist, I make collage. And so when I'm making music, I really do think about loops as like an audio collage. Absolutely. And I'm so I'm so glad that you can appreciate that. I do. I do very much so. So, Ali, thank you very much for your work throughout the year for the arts and for joining us again. I want to mention Saturday, February 24th, beginning at 2 o'clock until at the Willamette Records on North Street in the Bliss Marketplace. So I wish you a great year ahead with all of your work. And we'll look forward to having you back again later when there's some other events coming up. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much. All right. Take care now. We'll see you Saturday. Okay. Bye bye now. All righty. That'll be Saturday the 24th. All righty. Well, our time is out here. Time always flies here on the home front every Wednesday, 5 o'clock. If you want to get involved, join me in the studio, share your story. It's john at humanartsmedia.com. Open the door. We'll share it with you right here, and we'll see you next week. Take care.